Hello, and welcome to Carried Away. I'm your host, Carrie Murray. As the founder of the Bra Network, the Business Relationship Alliance, I have met some of the most inspiring women working as entrepreneurs, freelancers, founders, executives, and creatives. And I want to share their stories with you. So let's get carried away. So what's your superpower? My guest today, Liz Swadek podcast host of Conversations with Warrior Women. Her superpower? Resilience. After losing it all, she found buried deep inside her inner warrior, who was just screaming to get out. So let's get carried away. Here she comes. Hi, gorgeous. Oh, hey. (laughs) How are you, love? Oh, I'm, you know, I'm COVID crazy. Hi, how's it going? COVID crazy like we all are. Right, I know. We, I'm so happy you could be here today um, and be on my podcast. I was on Liz's podcast, Warrior Women Podcast, Conversations with Warrior Women, because obviously I'm a warrior. She is a warrior. She has such great, great stories to tell us. Um, but before we do that, I want to know, how did you, hi, June, um, how did you come up with the idea at the age of, um, 30. <laughs> I mean, you're so cute right now. Let's just go with that. Um, wait, let me put my 50th birthday crown on so you know that's actually a lie. There, okay, right. Okay. Okay. You turned 50 and you're like, I'm going to start a podcast. Why the hell not? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Why the hell not? Right? I love it. And I know you have are one of the queens of resiliency. Um, I've heard some of your stories, and I'd like the people to give us a little intro to Liz. Tell us a little bit about you, what made you develop the podcast, and then we'll go from there. Do okay. tell. Okay. Well, I was I was 49, and I was a very unhappy 49-year-old person. Hmm. And I thought to myself, oh, my God, I am going to turn 50, and this is going to be ugly. This is not going to be good. I'm going to be crying alone in my bedroom, wishing that I was not 50. And that can't happen. Like, I just can't have that happen. No. So I, I, was, I, was, I was in this weird place. Like, I had gained so much weight, and I'd always wanted to get control of my weight. And I just, it was just kept going and getting worse. Then, like, I didn't know what my career, really, I didn't know where I was going in my career. I had this toxic relationship with my sister that just had been from birth. And it was just everything, like, not, I was not happy. I was just very, very unhappy. And so I, I really thought about turning 50 and how I wanted to come into 50. And I said to myself, you know, if I right now make a commitment to myself to do these hard things, then I will be happy when I turn 50. If I just tell myself I can do hard things, then I think I can do this. I think I can turn 50 like a boss, a boss babe. So I looked at all those areas. I looked at my, my health and my nutrition and my physicality. I was very weak. It wasn't that I was like 3 million pounds, but I just, I had no muscul- muscles. Nothing was holding mm-hmm. me up. So I, the first thing I did was hire a personal trainer. Love it. And she ki- almost killed me. Literally, <laughs> I thought, I was like, this was the dumbest idea I've ever had. So this is like, you know, the end of, of 2019, I'm, I'm just like, oh, God. And she just, you know, and she's trying to make me not have dairy. She's so nasty and mean. That's but just then, me. <laughs> me. But then I saw my body was changing. I was getting stronger. I started to feel better. 
And that started everything else. Then it was like, let me handle this relationship with my sister. Let me put some big boundaries up. Let me, and then somebody said to me all these years, they'd said, you really need to start a podcast. And I was chicken, Carrie. I was like, first of all, I didn't know what a podcast was. <laughs> Had I you was listened like, to one before? What's that? Had you listened to one before you started yours? No. <laughs> No, I didn't. I really, I'm for real telling you, I didn't know even where it was on the phone. <laughs> I was like, how do you listen to them? Are they on the phone? Like I was at that bad. And finally I listened to them. And then of course I fell in love with them. And then I said, you know what? I do want to start a podcast, but because I had already started working out because I started dealing with my toxic relationship, because I started dealing with all these things and I'm coming into 50, right? I'm coming mm -hmm. to 50. Now it's January of my 50th year. I got four months. Okay. It's January of 2020. Remember how hopeful we were? January oh, I do. I had Remember so many then? big plans. I had oh, yeah. a whole trip to Italy planned in June. <laughs> Me too. No way. That was my 50th birthday trip, Carrie. I, what part were you going to? I was going to go to a month. I was going for a month. I was going I, for a month, the whole month of June. Oh my God. If we had seen each other there, that would have been How? insane. Can you imagine? No. And then that's of course the first place it hit. So that was the first, but, but that was also part of my like turning 50 and like doing the things you want to do, making yourself happy, doing the things you want to do. So I planned that trip. It's January. I'm still working out. I've got the sister thing kind of handled. I'm planning my trip to Italy. And I say, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to start learning how to podcast. I'm going to do this. I launch it. I was going to launch it on Mother's Day. And then here comes COVID. Oh. But I will say, because I had gotten ahead of this milestone birthday, because I said to myself, hey, Liz, remember you can do hard things? I'd already done hard things before, Carrie, and so have you. We have yeah. all done hard things before. But what we like to do is forget. We like to forget that we can do hard things. So what we do is we say, oh, I can't do that. No, I can't start a podcast. I don't know how to do it. It's too scary. No, I can't. No, I can't lose the weight. No, I can't work out with a personal trainer. I can't do it. And guess what? You can. You've been through worse. We are currently going through worse. And you have, you, you're getting through it. So I reminded myself, you went through infertility. You have a kid with special needs. You can do hard things, Liz. You can do that. And everybody else can do that too. So I, because even though COVID hit, I still launched that podcast. I kept those workouts going. But because I had already set myself up, when I had my 50th quarantine birthday and the parade came down the street, I was happy. I love that. Yes. Tell me when, uh, are you a Cancer or a Gemini? No, I am an Aries. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, you were celebrating in June. Your actual birthday wasn't in June. Got yes, you. yes. No, I've been celebrating for the whole, I mean, when, when should I not celebrate that I've turned 50? I'm going to keep going. Should I put the crown back on? I'm going to put it Yes, back you on. should. You should. Okay. Absolutely. I, I mean, leave it there. I, yeah. The year I turn 50, it will also be a year-long celebration. Yes. Um, that's just, you know, so far away from me, though. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so one far. The, one of the things you mentioned, which I really love, and I feel like it's the first thing women get rid of, is boundaries. You said you had to put give yourself boundaries to kind of fix this toxic relationship. Your words, not mine. Um, no, I mean, and it, it is. How, how did you, once you created them, figure out what, how did you stick to them? Because I know for myself, I'm like, nope, I'm going to put a boundary here, not sacrificing that. And then I'll be like, okay, I'll move it a little bit this way. Okay, yeah. I'll move it a little bit. How did yeah. you keep them in place? Because Carrie, when I made that decision to come into 50 like a boss babe, I also said to myself, 
you're not even on the list. You've got a list. It's a hundred things long. You're not even on it. Your kids are on it. Your husband's on it. Your dogs are on it. The laundry's on it. The Instagram lives on it. All these things are on it. You're not on it. So I put myself back on the list. And not only that, I put myself at the top of the list. And when you put yourself at the top of the list, a weird thing happens. Then you have to be accountable to the fact that you're at the top of the list. And when you look at things and ask yourself, if I do that, is that me putting myself first? Is that me being loving and caring to myself? And then you can just say, hell no, it's not. When you move your boundaries around, when you yeah. say, I'm going to set a boundary and here's what it is. And you just, and you say it with love. You're not saying like, go screw off. You're saying, I love myself. This is my boundary. This is, this is what, this is what I can do. But when you move that around, you, you are saying something to yourself. You're saying, man, you're not that important. I don't know. Maybe you're so number true. seven on the list. You're not one. Mm -hmm. And so I would not true. do that. Yeah. So true. And do you feel like previously you had been, you weren't on the list and you were not putting even there, not even on the list. And mm -hmm. I didn't realize that until I was kind of taking this assessment and turning 50 and thinking, what is wrong? You're so unhappy. And then there were so many unhappy parts of my life. And I thought, well, who's going to fix this? Hello, me. Like, who? there's no one else to fix and make me happy but myself. So if I don't put myself on the list, then I get to blame all the, my kids and my husband and life and the dogs and everybody for not doing the things I want to do. And then I thought, you know, I got another, I got another decade. I got a decades ahead of me, decades and decades. I need to make the most of it. I feel good. I feel good about life. And I don't want to miss that. Just wallowing in things that could be fixed. I agree. I think also what, as women, what we do is, that as soon as we set a boundary, we, we declare, okay, I'm making myself a priority. Here it is. It's going to be all about me. We oh, and here comes the test. Yeah, here right. So it's all this pressure is put on us, and then something gets in our way. Then there's a roadblock. And I feel like that's, that's like the universe saying, are you sure? Are you sure you want to lose that weight? Anytime you say, I'm going to do this, the universe will say, really? How about some COVID? Do you want to work out during COVID? <laughs> Maybe you just want to sit on the couch and eat your ice cream like you did before. No, I do not. I'm still working out. Now I do eat the ice cream now and again because it is COVID. But yeah. not like I did before. And Lord, I'm still exercising. I, but I do think it is true. You, but you can't really let yourself off the hook like that. It's not that you can't be, take a break from things sometimes and just say, you know what, I'm not going to be on myself today. But if you don't hold yourself accountable, nobody else will. So true. So true. And it's, we like to blame other things, right? Like, oh, that's, you know, there's fires in California. The, the, we, the president has COVID uh, allegedly. And, um, you know, like there's a heat wave. There's, it's like, we find all of these excuses to get in our own way. When yeah. Really, we just need to shut up and get out of our own way and just do the thing, right? Just Absolutely. do the thing. So how did you find your motivation? Other than turning 50, did you have a support group? Did you have groups of friends that were cheering? Who are your well, cheerleaders? Well, I'm part of the broad this? network. Maybe you've heard it. Um, <laughs> yes. No, I do believe in full girl gang support on a level that's not just, and by the way, that doesn't just mean friends because our, our friends are busy sometimes and you need to be also with like-minded ladies. So being a part of the broad network, I'm also part of another network called More Than Me. Mm -hmm. Being in these networks of like-minded ladies Having specific friends to be accountability partners who I do say, um, I do need to lose another 10 pounds. And instead of saying, no, come drink with me, they'll say, let's go hike tomorrow. 
yeah. you know, that they're, they're on my same side. Like they're accountable and also they're accountable to themselves. They, you know, you tell them I really need to be healthier and they say, I'm going to do that with you. Yeah. Let's do it together. And yeah. my husband, by the way, the whole reason I'm still working out is because we chose to do it together. Ah. Every day that I don't want to do it, he wants to do it. Every day that I don't want to work out, he's like, I do. Let's go. And I'm like, oh, son of a gun. <laughs> but between the two of us, we, we always do it because one of us usually is motivated to work out. So it's I... nice to have a little partner. Yeah, accountability and partnership, especially if you're trying to really change your eating habits, um, any kind of self-care, you have that accountability buddy that can be like, yeah, put down the bottle of wine, let's put on our tennies instead. That exactly. is key. Now, after this huge transformation, look at you, you're dropping the weight, you're mending relationships, you're making boundaries, you're holding people around you accountable, you're holding yourself accountable, yes. then COVID hits. Yes. You launch a podcast, and what yes. made you want to feature Warrior Women? Well, I mean, I they say you read, you write, and you teach what you want to know and what you want to learn. <laughs> so I want to learn from Warrior Women. And I, want, I do want to say one thing. The boundary for me, this toxic relationship, may, meant letting it go. Ah. It did not mean – so that's even harder because when, you, when you're setting a bar, boundary and – no matter how hard you have tried your whole life to fix a relationship and it's unfixable, it is okay to walk away. Yes. So that's one thing I really learned. And I want to tell people, it's not that you're just giving up and you're wishing somebody not, you know, to be hurt or, will. or whatever, yeah. ill, but it's just, sometimes you need a boundary means walking away and saying yes. that's, that's enough for me. Um, but I will say talking to these warrior women, just having these conversations, like when we, when we talked on the podcast and you told me like all the things you did before bra and, how these businesses you set up and then you got into trouble and you couldn't figure it out and you were like, oh my God, what's happening? And then you wanted to bring this group together. It's just so inspiring to me to know that other women are trying things. Sometimes they're leaping for greatness and, it, and they make it. And sometimes they're leaping for greatness and they fall right on the floor. And we've all done that and we've all been there. And it's just to have these conversations, it is so, it just makes me know that women are so resilient. They're just incredible. You know, I just have such a deep, abiding love and respect for women. I really do. I love that. And I love that you've created your podcast, um, Conversations with Warrior Women, to showcase these women. Yes. Um, and we all have a story, right? But I, there was probably a time, you know, that we didn't talk about these things. We don't talk about divorce. We don't talk about infertility. We don't talk about those things, of menopause or anything, right? But here yes. you've been like, nope. Well, not only are we going to talk about resiliency, the icky, icky, yucky stuff, but we're going to talk about how we came out on the end ahead and how we're better for it, for those experiences. Um, I think it's amazing that you've had what in all the conversations, is there a common thread among all these warrior women that you've noticed? What do they all have in common other than They're, you being their fabulous <laughs> supporter? Right. They all do tell me that it's the best hour they've spent, which is such a a huge compliment because I feel that way. But when they feel that way, that makes me so happy. But uh, there's many through lines for sure. One I would say is um, like, well, Serena, Dr. Serena Friera said, tap yourself on the shoulder. But women have a hard time letting themselves do things, achieve things. They will make up every excuse. For example, I want to start a new career. Oh, well, I don't know who to, how to do that. Whereas men are like, I want to start a new career. I'll just start it. Yeah. Who cares? I did it. I did it. Here I am. I'll call a couple friends. I'll probably get it going. 
Like, I want to be a new principal at a school. Oh, I've never been a principal before. Guys, like, I'm going to throw my hat in the ring. See what happens. Girls are like, I need to check every single box. No, you do not. Yeah. That is why you leap and the net will appear. That is the most important thing. Leap and the net will appear. So all these ladies told me that part of their leaping to grace and greatness meant leaping and the net's going to appear, but you just don't know. Like, you have to make a leap. You have to be willing to tap yourself on the shoulder, not have someone wait and say, hey, Carrie, you should start a podcast. Hey, Carrie, you should start this bra network, which is so awesome for women. No, you tap yourself on the shoulder and say, you know what I'm going to do? I like podcasts. I'm going to start a podcast. You got to tap yourself on the shoulder. It doesn't mean that you can't have a girlfriend say, you would be really good at that and confirm it, you know, or say, right. have you ever thought about this? That's great too. But you got to also tap yourself. So that was one of the things. Leaping, leaping. And the net's going to appear. Yeah. And tapping yourself on the shoulder. That's, I, I keep seeing that. Among all the women you've been yes. interviewing. Wow. How yes. many have you done so far? I think this will be my 26th. Nice. Which, which is amazing. And I'm booked now, like, through January. Um, mainly because also I, I want to be able to, after this election, have things to look forward to. Because I'm just, oh. I don't know how it's going to go, Kim. I know. So I need some positivity. <laughs> I'm already sweating. Sweating. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a lot it's definitely a lot <laughs> oh, rb we love you rbg um i think i think what's great in this is that you haven't run out of women to talk to um i it, it would be so disconcerting if, if we were like any women warrior women out there anybody anybody yeah. but the yeah. fact that you have a great roster of women you've gotten to speak to and that and what's great when you guys listen to our podcast it's so many different type of women, different ages, different ethnicities, different cultures, different. Some are first gen generation immigrants. Some have been, you know, been here since the, the pilgrims. Like it's so diverse. Um, it's just when I listen to an, an episode, I'm like, oh, who is it today? Yeah. <laughs> and so, and I, I don't know if you've done that intentionally or you've just surrounded yourself with such a great group of women myself no, included I mean, a lot of these women i don't even know i stalk them on linkedin or where or somebody tells me about them or something or i find them on instagram but no you know what i think because of the black lives matter movement honest to god i've never been more aware of giving opportunities to people who do not look like me yeah like where is that black woman i want to talk to some black women i want to <laughs> talk to some chinese women i want to talk to older women. I want to talk to younger women. I, I want to make sure that I'm, that people can see themselves and hear themselves in these stories. I don't want to have a bunch of blonde women, you know, that are exactly like me. I'd much rather have people who are all different socioeconomic, you know, statuses and everybody doing different jobs and some really creative and some really corporate and some, some entrepreneurs and some artists and some speakers and life coaches and I mean, I just feel like if we have this variety, we learn so much from each other. Like oh, even sure. after I did, I did a podcast with Natasha Hemingway, who is an amazing sales coach. And she just lights me up. I just love her. She's in this more than me group I'm in. And she, I asked her after the whole George Floyd thing happened, I had gotten to know her after the podcast on such a deep level. I said, will you do a conversation on race? Because it's uncomfortable, but like, I feel like we need to have a talk about yeah. it. And when she told her story of as a little girl driving through her town and watching the KK march with the torches going in the broad 
daylight and her mother saying, get down, get down. Wow. I mean, it gives me the chills still to yeah. think about it. But it just, it, it makes you understand. If you've been, if as a little girl, you know people want to hunt you and kill you because of the color of your skin, think about how you're growing up, right? Like it just gives you such a window into somebody's life and helps you understand and be more empathetic. Yeah, absolutely. And then you're giving her a platform to share that story. So yes. then the next little girl, whatever she sees, she'll have the resiliency because we've now are supporting all women, not just, uh, we're not just a homogenized group. Um, yes. I think that's, I, and it's very noticeable within, in your podcast. I love the diversity of it. Um, Cause yeah. you're right. I don't want to hear from a ton of white blonde women. I have to hear from myself enough. <laughs> I, can't, I, can't I mean, yes, life would be so boring if we were all the same. That's, that's agree. A hundred percent. Agree. Agree. Yeah. Now when, um, Warrior women, you have this experience. You're now making this podcast. Where do you see this podcast going in the next, let's say, three to five years? What's your goal with the podcast? You know what? Probably like expanding the brand in terms of like, you know, having warrior women merch and journals and, you know, fun things like that that we all can feel like we're connected. Warrior women events, you know, where we get to meet each other in person, praise Jesus, whenever that can happen. Right. Um, but, you know, I really, I, I've kind of looked ahead, but I'm enjoying so much just being in the moment of this. I just feel like when I'm just dialed in, like I'm a talker. I love to talk. You know, no. you love to talk. <laughs> you love to talk. We like to talk. Yes. Um, but I also love to listen. And that's what I realized. Like listening, hearing from these women. It's so, it's the best part of my day. It makes me feel so good. And I love it. So I'm just, I'm just looking forward to like my, my next guest that I have, like, I know the schedule coming out and I know what's coming and I am like freaking out to share. The can you give us, next. can we, we can have a clue? Oh yeah. 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 I can give you a teaser. So one woman I talked to is Maisha T. Hill. She is a self-care advocate, but also she started Check Your Privilege and Brown oh, okay. Speak. So she is a, a black activist and she is all about the Black Lives Mattering, but she's also like, hey, you know, some black people are tired and upset and need some therapy and need some help because they've just been brutalized. I mean, yeah. it, what, are they supposed to just pick up and keep going? I mean, it's ridiculous. So she was truly an amazing person to talk to. And we got down and dirty on politics, which I normally do not do. But it's the episode right before the election, so we kind of went there. So you're just gonna have to forgive me on that. No, oh, I like um, that. And, I think that's really yeah. great. Yeah, I think we that's... really went there and analyzed Trump and the campaign, and 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 she made the good point that here we are. We we kill black people. We don't give them any rights. But then they we want them to show up to the polls and save us in November. That's right. The irony. <laughs> I mean, right. Yeah. And so we talked about that. You know, we had a great conversation. She was very compassionate towards me and things I didn't know and all that stuff. And, she, and I loved her. And I have another one, a major warrior. She's an MS warrior. And her name is Dawn Marie. And she is, she's literally leading a community of, of MS, multiple sclerosis warriors. And these people are literally leaning on her. And she has been to hell multiple times and she is still just soldiering on and she's gorgeous and she's fabulous and fun and 
I just am happy to know her. Frankly. That's so great. So how do you think um, when when women are, are going through it, they're in the thick of it, right? You know, they're it's just Yes. And you don't really know you're going through it, you know, mm -hmm. uh, not. And it's like, there's like this switch that happens, you know, when do you think when you're going through crap that switched, when, when is enough enough? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's different for everyone, but I mean, they, that old saying, you know, if you want to see how strong a woman is, that she's like a tea bag, put her in hot water. Right. Uh, you know, I think, I think women have different points, but eventually we do get really fed up. And I, th and that's really not the point you want to get to. You almost want to do kind of like what I did, right? Like, you know something, you're going to front load it, right? You know that milestone birthday's coming. Or you know you've got that vacation in six months and you feel like you can't even go on a vacation because you're so stressed about work. You need to almost get ahead of those things and say, what can I do now to set myself up in six months, a year, what seeds can I be planting now that are going to come to fruition then? You may not be able to quit that job now. You may not be able to start your work workout routine this second. You may not be able to leave this marriage in COVID. Okay, fine. Right. But can you plant some seeds? What can you give yourself now and plant some seeds at six months, a year from now that you can be in a more winning position in your life? That's great advice. Great. Plant seeds, ladies. And honestly, they grow to change. And sometimes when you get what you want, you're like, no, nah, I'm going to, I'm going to go this direction. I thought I wanted this, but now I'm here. And to have in the women you've spoken to on your podcast or for yourself, have you ever gotten what you wanted and realized, yeah, I don't want to do this. Yes. This, this is not what I want. And did of you, course. how did you feel? Did you feel like I screwed this up or I did? I, what, what, what did I wish for here? <laughs> Right. I think, um, I think a, that is a definite through line of some of these warrior women I talked to where they thought they wanted something, they went hard for it, and then they got there, got everything they wanted and said, holy shit, this is not it. Is it terrifying? Is it a moment where you're on the floor? Is it a moment where you almost have to just have faith that something else, what some other plan is at work? Of course it is. But you also just have to kind of give yourself a moment. I always say, I've been on the floor many times. I am an expert at getting off of the floor. And one thing I will tell you is, if you get up too soon, you're going right back down. It's almost oh. like that crazy joke where like, the person gets up, a car hits them, they get up, they get hit again. Yeah, they get up, they get hit again. You, you have to stay on the floor for a minute. And just assess like, how did I get here? What's happening? Let me think about what how this happened to me and where I came from because then you can slowly start to get up and fix it and figure it out. But if you get up too quick, you'll end yeah. up back in the same place. Right, because you need reflection, right? In order you to really it. grow, you need yes. reflection. And and I think I feel like reflection is like married to resiliency. Like you can't keep making the same mistake and be like, why isn't it working this time? It's not work. It's still not working. What, what do you mean I, I can't lose weight by eating all the ice cream sitting on the couch? What? Let me yeah. try a different flavor. Right. And <laughs> how it, committed are you, right? Like sometimes right. it's like you think you're going to get this thing. How committed are you, right? How committed That's are true. you? And the tests will come. But I feel like if you're committed and you commit to yourself and put yourself first back on the list, then mm -hmm. you can do it. Yeah, I love that. And do you, how, how do you remind yourself you're on the list? I wake up before my kids. I got to have alone time. And these people yeah. are all over me, Carrie. Sweet Jesus. They are all over me. 
And I know they're all over you too. I know yeah. anyone watching right now, your kids are all over you. I literally hear my name 785 times. Mom, mama, mother, mommy. I'm like, oh my God, don't say my name again. Um, <laughs> it's hard, it's hard. But I wake up before everyone. Okay. I, I have, I have a, actually, I, I have a journal that I really love. It's, it's, um, it's called the, it's called the uh, Five Second Journal by Mel Robbins. And it literally is a journal and it will show you like, it'll say, how are you feeling right now? And it's like a little gas tank. And it's like, are you empty? Are you full? Are you energized? Are you I, so I check in with myself, like, how am I right now? Am I going to be yeah. able to survive this day or what? <laughs> and then it says, what do you, what can you do today mm -hmm. to make yourself feel energized? It has all these little kind of questions like that. So I kind of do that. I set myself up. I do a little brain dump. And then I do a little reading. Like I read, okay. I either read a fun book or I read a Black Lives Matter book or, you know, I'm trying to educate myself. Like, you know, whatever it is, I read something. And then I can start my day. And I may journal too. But I, I have to have at least like an hour before the, this whole house comes alive. Because then it's like on like Donkey Kong. And if I don't, if I don't do that, then I'm not happy. Because yeah. I need that time. And I don't know I'm going to get it later. So true. I, that was my next question is what happens on the days you don't get it? <laughs> it's, I mean, listen, it's not a great day because yeah. also I'm setting myself up for success. I'm writing down like, what do I need to get done today? What is like my non-negotiables for the day? How can I support myself? And that, and when I write that down and say, oh, I'm going to do that exercise class at noon, I usually do it. But if I just let the day start and I don't have a plan and I don't take that time, then the day just runs me. Yeah. And then I can't, like, I don't feel like I'm getting anything. And then I just feel like I'm on the COVID hamster wheel and I'm going to freak out. So yeah. that, that's to me, taking that hour, journaling, whatever you need to do, meditate. A lot of people meditate. Taking that hour and saying, or working out, whatever you want to do in that hour. But if you take that hour in the morning, I and all these warrior mom, all these warrior women, that's what they told me they do. They take that early time in the morning before anything else happens and set their whole day up so that they can feel like they got something. I love, I think mine is actually in the evening. So well, because after, you're a night owl. That's yes, why. I, it's true. After yes. everyone goes to bed and the lights are down and it's nice and calm, I sit on my desk and I write my non-negotiables. What am I doing? I sometimes put it in my phone um, and I can't actually go to bed knowing that I haven't done like, because what I'll do is I'll just think about everything I need to do. And then I can't fall asleep because yeah. my brain will not turn off. To me, it's like writing that list or doing a brain dump, journaling. I yeah. can't meditate. I'm working on meditation. I'm really working hard. My God, I need to meditate, but Lord, I, I don't think I can sit still. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on it, but it's definitely not easy for me. And then I'm able to fall asleep because like you said, you, your brain doesn't turn off, just yeah. goes and goes and goes. But it's almost like knowing I have that written someplace, mm -hmm. what's going to happen the next day, I'm okay. Yeah. And, um, and I also think that's, that's a secret to not being on the hamster wheel. But also it's the secret to not doing the 3 a.m. wake-ups. Because I think right now it's very easy. And, and listen, I do this too, so don't even come over here. But it's very easy to just drink your wine and make it go away. Because right now we're in a very tough time. We don't yeah. really know what the hell is going on. We don't know how long this thing is really going on. We're learning to kind of live with the coronavirus. That's what we're doing right now. We're learning to live with it. Because yeah. we don't know when it's, where it's going. So I get it. You want to drink your wine and go to bed. But if you do that and you keep doing that, you'll start waking up in the morning and you'll have a lot of anxiety. So you almost need to, like you said, kind of brain dump before bed, 
journal, whatever you need to do to kind of clear it. Otherwise, you're just running around avoiding all this stuff and it so always true. comes back. Yeah. I was feeling like I was spinning plates. Like when we first got into the quarantine, I was like, okay, that plate's spinning. I got a business. I got a homeschool. Wait a minute. My husband's now home all the time. What's happening? Like, yes. Like, how am I yeah. going to get groceries? You know, everyone is panicking. Like it was spinning plates, but it wasn't until I started making lists and putting myself on it because I didn't, I didn't put myself on any list. I'd be yeah. way at the, I'd write down everything I had to do for everybody else. Yep. And isn't it funny Crazy. how we either don't even put ourselves on it or we put ourselves last. last. Meanwhile, the whole house is depending on me. So is that going to help anyone if I don't put myself on the list or I put myself last? I'm certainly not going to be very helpful to anyone else. So it's no. kind of, you have to kind of really check yourself and say, how important is your self-care? Well, it's the most important because the whole house is here looking at you like, how are you, mommy? Are you okay? Right. And I'm like, no, I'm not children. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh. No. I need, mm -hmm. I need some space. Uh, yeah. So I need to take I a love that. Yeah, exactly. Like, why do I have to say it multiple times? That's what I don't get. Yeah. I'm saying ah. it again. And, and then they're like, why are you, why are you upset? Because I've now had to say it 5,000 times. And guess what? I'm going to say the same thing tomorrow. You still got to put exactly. your dishes in the dishwasher. Exactly. 100%. I, yeah. I love that, Liz. Um, so what advice do you have? What advice do you have for a woman, um, you know, who hasn't found her inner warrior yet? What's something that you would get, say to her after you've gone through it all and you're like, look it, this is what you got to do? Yeah, I would say if you have not found your inner warrior, number one, you're not giving yourself alone time because that is like the only time. Hi, Michelle. Um, this is my, my best friend from childhood. Hi, Michelle. Um, hi, Michelle. Um, I would say if you have not found your inner warrior, and by the way, that's the biggest warrior of all time. Uh, if you have not find your, found your inner warrior, I would say you're not getting an, enough alone time to like the, have that space to have a thought. Because I think a lot of women, because we're on the spinning plate routine, we can't have a thought. It's just there's the Zooms and the lunch and the homework and the this and the that and the business and the calls and the Zooms. So you really have to, if you feel like you can't get in touch with your inner warrior, you got to get still. And a lot of people don't like to be still because when you're still, then the thoughts come in. But you got to let those thoughts come in. You got to remember that you've done the hard things before. You're not going to break. You need to do the hard thing and look at it and just shine the light in the dark place because it seems overwhelming, but, you know, shine the light in it and look at it. And then if you need to talk to a girlfriend, a therapist, your husband, whoever, you know, but first kind of take some time and look at it yourself and don't be afraid because chances are someone you know or all of us have been exactly where you are. You are never alone. So I would just say, take that time, shine the light in the dark place, but give yourself that time to look at whatever it is because I think it's scary, but if you don't look at it and you keep putting it off, then you're just going to not be happy and then you're going to blame other people for your unhappiness and you don't want to do that. Yes, that's so true. And that, so that's accountability. You're talking yes. about, you know, you and I think it's really important that, um, like you said, being a part of different groups, different networking groups, uh, whether it's to lift you up, whether it's for accountability, maybe you have a workout buddy, maybe a group of friends that, but among all of those groups, you have to have someone who's going to be your mirror. It's going to be the person that says, really? But that they're not doubting you. Yes. They're showing you and instead of telling you 
that this is not a good idea. Yes. yes. <laughs> or like you are going down a, a bad path. Like it's yes. almost like we struggle with asking for help. So if we can't do that, we need someone in our circle to say, hmm, here's this mm -hmm. mirror. Are you sure that's what the right decision for you is? Natasha mentioned that on the podcast and she said, and I love the way she said it because she had one of those moments where she went hard. She, she got booted out of the career she thought she was going to be in forever. She pivoted. She started a new business. She started it, was started to go. And then she was like, oh my God, this is not it. And scared herself to death. And she said she went to lunch with a girlfriend that she really trusts, like kind of an accountability partner. And she said, the girl was like, well, how much faith do you have? Is this the time you're just going to say, I give up? Like, don't you think that God has a bigger plan for you? Maybe. And mm -hmm. she had to really check herself. And then she said to me, you know, you got to have friends that are not going to call you out. They're going to call you up. And I was yes. like, boom, yes. because that is so true. Because you know what? Listen, we have some friends that will call us out. You know, I may yeah. even be that person sometimes. But who's calling you up? What friend do you have that believes in you so much that when you're in this terrible low place or you're just confused makes you say, oh, no, I have so much faith in you, even when you don't have any faith in yourself. Thank you very much. You're going to be okay. Yeah. I, I'm actually thinking of who those people are for me. While you were describing, I was like, oh, yeah, I have those people in my life. Yeah, That's you really have nice. those people. That's you exciting. And then, I, and then I like to think I'm that person for other people as well. Um, I love this, Liz. This is great. Any advice, um, uh, more advice, I want your opinion on this. During this time, you know, we're all stuck inside. We're trying to find our inner warrior to survive this freaking hot mess. Hot and I think mess. Yeah, I think you're right by saying we are living with um, COVID right now. It is our lifestyle. But for the warrior woman who's just got to get out and get moving and help other women, what would you advise her to do? Well, that's exactly it. You help other women, right? Like, I feel like, you know, when you can get the attention off yourself, sometimes there's plenty of ways. I mean, I've seen so many cute things. I'm, I'm going to have my kids. These are just some of the things I did. Little, little happy things. I got the little free library. Oh, yeah. if you've ever heard of that before. So I've got a little free library It is on a little stand in the yard and people come by and the little kids and the joy that they have going to check that little library. And I told this mom, she comes by every day. It's like part of their routine. You know, they come for a bike ride and then they go to the little library and they take a book and bring a book and all this stuff. And I told the mom, well, you can use the swing in the front yard when you come. And she almost started crying. <laughs> and so now they come, they bring the dog, the kids take a couple swings. I mean, it's just so sweet. You need happy things. I told the kids, I said, we're gonna do an awesome hopscotch board at the foot of the driveway, because I want to see, we have such high traffic of dog walkers oh, do and people. Yeah. And I want to see people get on that hopscotch thing and hop around. Like just, there needs to be joy. You have to be joy. We have dinners sometimes where we will like do a theme dinner based on absolute ridiculousness. Like we will watch, we will play Clue with voices. We will then to cook a dinner where we seem clueless and then we will watch clue like we will just go crazy on a theme we will we do i the other day i put on my taco outfit i was talking to the kids like it was totally normal and i kept saying i just want to talk about how much i love you and they were like what you know you just you have to laugh you need laughter you need yeah. joy you know you need little sweet things i've got a basket on the front porch for everybody that brings me a delivery it's got sprite water gatorade 
chips. And I have a little sign. I cannot tell you to this day. That's been going on since March, right? Mm -hmm. They still, they knock on the window and they wave to me and say, thank you so much. I mean, it, it means more to me than it does to them. Wow. Like, truly. That's incredible. So that's a great idea. Like this, where you kind of give to other people and then you can also feel that goodness. I think that's, I, I really feel like that's going to keep me alive. Absolutely. Giving back. I, I completely agree. Um, yeah. And, you know, to me, love is, love is free. So you can just decide to apply it anywhere yes. in your life. And joy um, is free. Laughter is free. I mean, yeah. we cannot be down all the time. We cannot be having. And by the way, if you are feeling like you're going to literally pull out every hair from your head, get on a no news diet. Oh. No news nothing on the Instagram, get off your phone because that is going to make you more pissed off than anything in the world. Like people do not need to be watching the news on a 24 hour cycle. Believe me, you're going to hear about it. Yes. The news will find you. You do yes. not need to be looking for the news. You know, if you watch the debates and it makes you sick, don't watch it. Yeah. Like if you really don't want to watch it, vote. Obviously. But you don't have to watch the debate. Vote. Yeah. That's, that's all you need to do. I agree. You definitely need to, you know, prioritize your time and, yes. and figure out where you're getting the most joy, as you said, from and having rhetoric and negativity constantly be in your face and in the face of everyone in your home is not going to serve you at That's all. Not gonna do it. Um, at all, you know, put some, you know, great screensaver on the TV. I don't know, but you're right. Yeah. A detox from the news is, is definitely necessary. I mean, when we first got into this, I would say we had the TV on all the time talking about cases and outcomes and deaths and all of that. Yes. I was finally yes. like, no more. We have to turn this off. I'll get the bullet points and I'll keep everyone informed. And one of those bullet points is probably not going to say there's a vaccine. <laughs> no. No. So until that day comes, we are keeping the COVID news on no, no yes, more. On no, on hundred percent no. I, no. I also think it makes you focus on what's not working, and that's a general thing that women I feel like do. I'm not kidding. I don't know what it is. It's like we're like a little record with the grooves worn in it, and we just go back to worrying and focusing on what's not working. That was a big revelation to me too. Like I started focusing on what was working and focusing on more positive stuff, and then I felt so much better. And I stopped looking for things to be worried about. Like, stop looking. You'll find them. Don't, yes. don't look for the worrying. Right. Don't do it. You It'll know? find you. Like, it will find you, like the news. So I just feel like not focusing on things that are not working. Like, that's just, I mean, let's not focus on that. I mean, let's focus on what is working. We are coming together more than we ever have before, Zoom or not. We are uniting we yeah. are feeling like we are, we understand what relationships really are and how much we appreciate them now. Like, yes. There's all these things we're doing. I, I know all my neighbors now. Like, I care about them. When they come with their dog and they go to the little library, I'm thrilled. I mean, like, we're coming together. We are coming together. I yeah. know it doesn't seem like it, but we are. We are. Yeah. We now know what's important. It's so, And all we really see on news and social media, I'd say the majority of it, is how divided we are. Right. How different we are. How... And there just doesn't seem like to be a way for us to get back together, right? right. To bridge us back together. insurmountable, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. really, really difficult. Um, I mean, look at me. I had that conversation with Maisha T. Hill. Okay, here she is. She, she, she started Check Your Privilege. She started that for people like me. Hello. 
did I get on that podcast and say, oh, woe is me. I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. I went, listen, I showed up to that podcast. I wanted to hear everything she said. I wanted to understand. And you know what? She rightly has a lot of good feelings and statements and compassion towards like black people and wanted me to know, here's how we're feeling right now. Here's yeah. how we're feeling. And you know what? I was so glad to know. I just feel like just because we're not having the exact same experience doesn't mean we can't learn from each other, right? Like we can, we can learn from each other and we can make it better. But we have to, we have to care about black people as much as we care about ourselves. We cannot be like, oh no, I care about me. We care oh. about other people. Yeah, I agree. And it's, you know, as a cliche as it may sound, it does take a village, everyone. I'm just saying yeah. it. Yes. <laughs> I'm just saying it. It does. Um, yes. And love thy neighbor. <laughs> yes. Do thy as neighbor, I do, even not as I say. You know, really loud and annoying. And they bark exactly. you all the time. It smells bad. <laughs> I love it. And their dogs are constantly barking. No, just And their dogs bark all the time. Right? Um, <laughs> probably I, me, by the way. My dogs bark all the time. Oh, maybe that's you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that might be me. I love that. Oh, so tell us how. Oh, good to Good to On cue. On cue. That is a good dog. They know we're talking shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. But tell us where we can find you and the podcast and all the places. Um, you can listen on Apple, iTunes, any, any place you can listen to a podcast. I'm there. I'm all over the place. Um, Conversations with Warrior Women. Or you can follow me on Instagram, Warrior Women Pod. I also have an awesome online community called the Warrior Moms. And I do this fun thing that I started literally for me, just letting you know, but please join me, cooking and drinking, where I invite a chef to come and they cook and I drink. And it is I love the it. best thing in the world because they are so good at what they do. And I just sit there with my martini amazed. I love it. That's brilliant. Yes. See, you're making lemonade out of lemons. I love yes. it. I yes. love that. Gotta okay. have fun. We'll definitely be tuning in. And by the way, my episode is probably the best one. No, I'm just kidding. I it is. It's very good. Your episode on Conversations with Warrior Women is definitely one of my favorites. I love, I loved our talk. I really I loved it. our talk too. I, I just love you, Liz. I love talking to you. I'm so glad you're in my life. I'm glad we reconnected. Like, I know. I know. We, I love you. I'm so like, it's And I think it, I really think it has to do with COVID. Like, yeah. uh, there's some, there's a little piece of, happiness that came from this is I connected with you two years ago and then all of a sudden your email was in my inbox I was like I love Liz that's right yeah. <laughs> well I think this is what's so amazing about this time is that it really makes you I've whittled down my friends my networks like I've got it to what's really important and I swear one day your your face popped up on like Facebook or something and I thought why did why am I not doing anything with bra network? Like that's such a great resource. What's wrong with me? But like, you know, there's too many things like celebrating people's birthdays and all these things that I was doing, you know, a lot of nonsense, seriously. Yeah. And then you get really serious about like what's important at this time. And I was like, I gotta really get back in with Carrie. Like I was remembering all the things you do for women and all the great, like these corsets that you're having where I just signed yes. up for all four, boom. Thank you. You're gonna love oh, them. I can't even wait. Like, I just think it's so great. You not only provide networking and just like some social, nice, fun times with, with like-minded entrepreneurial women, but you also have these like ways we can learn, you know, and train ourselves because there's always something to learn. Like we do need Agreed. to learn how to use LinkedIn to its full capability. Hello. Yes. But you're teaching women how to find their inner warrior and have her come out. You're giving yes. that platform, Liz, and that is really incredible. I can't say 15 years ago we had so many women supporting women. 
that we do now. I know. Today. I feel like we truly do. And I, I have to say, this podcast, I feel like, reaches so many. I mean, people are listening all over the world now. Like, now I see where people are listening in towns I've never been to, which makes me know it's not just my friends. <laughs> but, right. but it's so fun. <laughs> to talk to these warrior women. And I hear from so many women, like, thank you, that was such an inspiring story. Or they'll, my friends will text me, I cried my eyes out, I laughed, you're so funny. And, and I've really become friends with all these women that have been on the podcast. It's funny, I always tell them, I'm like, well, now I'm in your life, so sorry. Yeah. Like, it's just happening. <laughs> Here I so am. It really has been, it has been such a great thing. That's great, that's great. Well, well before we go, we've got to get carried away. And yes. um, I want to know, I always ask my guests this question. Since you've been in quarantine, what are you getting carried away about? Are you binging podcasts, Netflix? Are you, what are, what are you getting carried away about now? I mean, it's going to sound like the ultimate. Besides conversations with warrior women, I am getting completely carried away with the show, The Home Edit. Oh, okay. The home edit and organizing is like, I have realized, and I'm dead serious about this. I'm a little bit of a hoarder, just going to say. I like to keep things. I have realized after watching this show that organization is a form of self-care. Yes. Because when you are organized and you have things and you take care of yourself and know where things are and you're not creating a panic, in your heart because you can't find anything ever. I'm not just saying that for me, but for others. Um, but I've really learned a lot from these girls, like on the home edit, how to organize. And now I'm starting to feel the Zen in this house. I'm starting to feel, I got my bookcase in a rainbow. I'm telling you these girls on the home edit, I'm getting carried away. I love it. I love it. I haven't watched it yet. It's on my list. It's on my list. Oh, you will love it. They yeah. are funny. They're like you oh. and me. They're oh. like the Southern you and me. Like it is funny. <laughs> oh, so they're beautiful too? Oh, oh, they're gorgeous. <laughs> they're gorgeous and they're funny. And like one has like, you know, they, they each have their own personalities, but like they'll see a junk drawer and be like, they'll be thrilled. <laughs> Treasures. Like, yeah. Like the person would open it and be totally embarrassed about their yeah. junk drawer. And they, they literally look like it's their birthday. They're like, oh my God, <laughs> your drunk drawer is so crazy. We cannot wait. Like they're so funny. I love it. I'll, okay. I'm going to put it on my list. I'm going to put it yeah. on my list for sure. It's so now good. the opposite. What's something that other people get super carried away about, totally obsessed about, that you cannot wrap your brain. That you, like for me, it's um, uh, matcha. Matcha tea, I don't, I don't get it. It I tastes like it dirt. Either. Okay. I, but people are obsessed with it. So what's, okay. give me like three things. I don't get kombucha. I don't know what the hell it is and I'm never having it. <laughs> and I'm never going to have it. So don't ever tell me. And then the other thing I don't understand is that show Naked and Afraid. That brings in two things that I do not need to have that are together. I don't want to be naked and afraid. That's right. like a bad combination. I don't understand why that's something someone wants to watch. Someone being naked and afraid? That's terrible. It's awful. It's awful. So much stress. Go watch <laughs> Cobra Kai like a normal person. Right? Exactly. I don't get that. I don't get that. I don't get these people who sign up for it. Like, why do you want to be naked and afraid? I can't. You couldn't give me enough money. There's not enough money in the world for me to get on that show. No way. Me. No way. No. I don't even want to be like naked and happy <laughs> out in the wilderness. I'm good. Like, yeah. Because you're not going to be happy no. in the wilderness naked. Exactly. Naked in the four seasons. Now I'm happy. Now I'm happy. Yes. There you go. I'm we found our naked. show. Naked at the four seasons. That's our new show, Carrie. Yes. Naked at the four seasons. <laughs> Love it. That I can wrap my head around. 
I can totally get into that. <laughs> oh, Instagram is about to kick us off. So we're going to okay. say bye to Instagram. Hey, if you're listening to this thinking, I want to be a part of this amazing community. Well, you're right. You're currently making the right decision. Head over to broad-network.com and learn how we as a community of entrepreneurs lift and support each other. 